As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is episode 295, A Dance with Dragons, chapter 25, The Wind Blown. In this chapter, Quentin Martell and his friends try and determine when they can abandon their comrades, and then they're offered a handy opportunity. Welcome to Unspoiled. Hey there. Hello. How you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, this was a chapter. Yeah. A lot happened. Yeah. We learned, we haven't seen Quentin in a, a while. Yeah. I guess we're only in chapter 25, so it can't have been that long. Uh, wasn't he like the fifth chapter? It, it feels like forever. Yeah. But, uh, what'd you think? It was all right. I just, I don't like Quentin and his crew that much. Like, there's not much to like yet. We don't really know anything. This is kind of like the last chapter where it's like, oh, good, stuff is happening. But, Not to anyone I care about, yeah. but stuff is happening. The thing with Quentin is that he seems so, like, clueless. Yeah. And I guess that's what bothers me. It's like, I don't know. He's kind of a doof. Yeah, doof. That's a good word. He's a doofus. Yeah, totally. like, he's got a good heart, He's just, but he's just kind of here. He's not, like, totally on board with the lie. He's not totally driven to get to where he's going. Yeah. He's just like, uh, guys, are we supposed to... Should we be... Moving. Okay. I'll uh, we'll talk to you. Talk later. Right? Yeah. Drinkwater's got things like on lock. I feel like if he were the Quentin, then we would be in better shape. But no, th- that guy's going to get himself killed. Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. All right. He's full of, of vim and vigor, but he's going to end up getting <laughs> him murderized. Well, he's at least got the uh, the determination that I feel like Quentin doesn't have. Right. But, but he's not the uh, the heir, so no, he's so not worth matter. shit. As, Damn! As they tell him, only Damn. you, only you can uh, get the girl. So. Prevent forest fires. It's true. Um, prevent dragon fires. So this starts out with them heading over to Marine, but they are uh, 
there's like a kind of flashbacks where he's thinking about the battle at Astapor. Yeah, actually, I think it kind of starts at the very, like the last day at Astapor as they're getting ready. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Um, they haven't quite gotten on the road yet. I'm glad we got that correct because <laughs> someone would Lord furious. have mercy. Excuse me. Did you think that the waking up in the tent was a flashback? Because it wasn't. It was contemporaneous. Is that how that's called? Maybe. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, they've come. They were at Asapor at the end of the sort of, um, I don't know what you'd call it. Because, like, there was Cleon and then New Cleon and some other people. Coos? Or are we not allowed to say that? <laughs> wow, topical. Right? Um, and then they fight, like, the remainder of the the new Unsullied. As well as a dead Cleon mm-hmm. who's mounted on a horse to scare people. Was that amazing? Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, and at first, it was like, and worms came out of him. I was like, wait, is he a zombie? Oh. I, was, I, I was like, oh, that's just a story that they made up because he was so evil that he was full of death. Right. And then I was like, oh, no, no. They meant that very literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just. He was actually a corpse. Yeah. Yeah. And the. Uh, the windblown took care of business. Yeah. So the general like overview of what's happening here is that they are encamped outside of Astapor. There's a ton of Yunkai companies that are run by rich men who buy slaves and create these little tiny armies. Basically. These weird like theme armies. Yeah. This felt like like a, a parade. It felt like being at a high school and shown around and to the different cliques. Oh, like these are the jocks. These are the guys who are trying to be herons. These, yeah, what the fuck is the herons? It almost was like if the. It seems like it's for a parade. Like <laughs> if you were ha- having floats made of people. They're like, um, they're all bred to be super tall, and they wear stilts and have feathers and are pink. And I'm like, really? Right. Okay. We're like, here's the woman who has the barrage of sexy guys, only wearing breech cloth. Breech cloth. That's the best. Breech clouds. Uh, carrying shields with erotic yes! uh, drawings on them. Oh God, I hope she's on the show, please. This is like, um. Please. They do this occasionally in, like, stuff where just, like, they introduce a whole bunch of weirdos all at once. There's always two brothers who are exactly the same as each other. Um, do we have that here? Yeah, the Clanker Lords. Oh, I've, why did I not notice about the brothers? All I, I think... I was in the impression there was two of them and they were brothers. But oh. I may have, like, read that in because I was expecting this to happen. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, there's always, like, a bunch of weirdos and, like, then the author gets bored and it's like, then there's two guys who do the same thing as each other. Yeah. So I think the herons are like flamingos is the image that I had in my head. Well, I thought they were supposed to be like herons. That's what they say, but their feathers are pink and all I can think is flamingos. Right. They look like herons, but they're pink. Same. It's close enough. Pink flamingos. And, uh, yeah. And then that woman who's awesome and has tons of, uh, Young, lean, and rippling with muscle, and clad only in breech clouds. I was like, yeah, I'm all right with that. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> then there, what, there's the uh, guy who's super short, who has the army that's super tall. That's the herons. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's called the little pigeon. Right. <laughs> Some of these were so... Oh, And, and then, then the Clanker Lords are the ones where the guys broke and ran the first time they tried to fight Daenerys and right. Sullied. So now they're all chained together in groups of ten so that they can't. Human centipedes? Yeah, that sounds like a bad thing. Um, Yeah, that seems like you're, you're like, soldiers, go stand in front of where they might go to trip them. Right? Yeah, it just seems like you're basically, they're just like crow food. You yeah, though awesome comedy movie if ten of them escape and they're making their way through, uh, oh, you know, no. the world. Oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I feel like that was like back in the eighties. There were a lot of movies where two guys were chained together, but they didn't get along. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Um. So and yeah, there's like a couple other ones. But, it was just oh, like, there's the uh, the yellow whale, the fat man who he's so fat he can't even stand. And he can't hold his water, so he reeks of piss all the time and has a fondness for grotesques. Oh, yeah. And they also mentioned there's a group of people with two heads. Uh, Yeah, he's got somebody with two heads in his grotesquerie. And I think it maybe that ties into um, uh, the Golden Company with the little head. I don't think it does. uh, The names were similar. Like, Mm -hmm. one was Magor and one was Maran. Like, they were... They were M names. Okay. They're hooked in. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. And he has a hermaphrodite that warms his bed every night. And he used to have a giant that he liked to watch fuck his slave girls. But now he's dead. So he's sad. <laughs> <laughs> the existential tragedy of that guy. Right. Um, and yeah, they call all these dudes like different weird names because they all have names that sound exactly the same. Right. So they're makeup nicknames for them instead. This is racist, right? Uh, is it? I don't like. I don't know if it's ra- like. I don't know if it's racist against any real people, but like, here's a group of people. They're all stupid. Like their armies, like don't do anything. They're like mostly grotesques themselves, and um, all their names sound the same. I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like it's not even this. Like I see what you mean about like their names all sound the same and whatever, but I feel like it's almost more making fun of like the rich guys who want to be soldiers but they want to be in charge but they don't have any idea what the fuck they're doing i don't know i feel like it's a little bit of a uh commentary on that that is what they're doing but i feel like the the people who are the descendants of old guests all get like kind of painted as buffoons okay well Whatever the case, the wind blown and this other group called the something cats, cat, some, I can't remember. They are like the only two that are companies that were kind of organically formed out of real fighters who are not slaves. They're all freemen. Well, they're both, I mean, they were hired. They're cell swords. Well, yeah, but they're like, they're not, it's not like some guy went and bought them and made a company. Right, right, right. Well, um, the, but they're free men, I guess, is the point more than they're. Which is exactly what I said two well, seconds ago. I got confused by the whole organically formed thing. Well, that's like, that's a Freeman thing. They got to, they chose to be there. They right. didn't get bought and put together. Okay. They're not free men, Natasha. They're free men. Okay. Well, I mean, there's a different. <laughs> like, it's not like we saw their backstory and they like met each other and they're like, I think we should form a company. Like, they got hired. It's their job. But the people got hired because they were no like they got they hired into the there. company yeah i think we're arguing over like really tiny semantics it's okay. just that you said organic i like that you're saying me. we're arguing like i was the one who engaged in this you started it okay 
Oh, Take really? It takes two to tango, Natasha. It really doesn't. <laughs> You're blowing my mind I don't know right if now. you've ever seen those guys in the subways in New York, but if you have one person that's got a doll attached to them, you can do a lot of tangoing and it's fine. <laughs> it takes one to do a Michael Jackson dance where there's five of you. You ever see that guy with the puppet? No. He's the Jackson 5 all at once? Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. That's cool. I, I want to see that. I bet it's on YouTube. It's uncomfortable. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Well, in any case, the uh, the slave companies are, they sort of look down on the windblown and the cats, which is sort of funny because they are the ones that are actually good at their shit. Right. Well, the owners definitely look down on the Yeah. And they squabble amongst each other for standing and whatever. And it's just like a lot of uh, egos happening. They were the ones that were closer to the walls of Astapor when the fake Unsullied came out. And they got, they would have been completely crushed if the cats and Windblown had not taken control of the situation and right. completely butchered the poor Unsullied. Yeah. Yeah. And. Quentin has never even been in a battle before, so he's like, wow, that was an intense battle. And this other guy's like, ah, oh, that was a butchery. That wasn't battle right. at all. Which he does say, like, he just, he killed, like, a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah, so his sword, are, his sword was running with blood, and his arm was so sore that he couldn't even lift it. Um, And that he realized how young most of the boys were, and that they were just, like, they broke. They were. They're not. You know. They're not trained on Sullied at all. No. They don't break. These these guys totally broke because when they turned around to retreat back to the city, when they realized they were being crushed, the city had closed its gates to them. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, things were not super organized, Mm-mm. and also these guys had been in Sullied for like four months or yeah, something. something like, like it that. hasn't been very long. <sighs> they're they're. Cock wounds aren't even healed yet, probably. jeez. Oh, yeah, I said it. Uh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so they take a city, and it's a complete and utter hellhole. Yeah. People are... I mean, there's just bodies clogging the river. The guy who was, you know, the butcher king is in a pit being set on by starving dogs screaming. Yeah, oh, children squabbling over a half-cooked puppy. Yep. Classic. Nice detail. It's, yeah, this is kind of reminds me of um, when they take uh, Moat Kalen. Mm, yeah. Like, just, uh, oh, geez, we're here to invade, but we didn't really need we to. We don't want this. We could have given this another, like, two days, and then we could have just walked in. Yeah. Yep, so they uh, they take whatever they need, and they're heading over to Yunkai, and I guess they... um. They get summoned to speak to the Tattered Prince, who is the one who is head of the Windblown. Yes. He was a Pentoshi, right? Yes. And the story goes that he was elected to be Prince of Pentos, but he was like, nope. Because <laughs> they're just going to kill me. Yep. So he got on a horse and took off. And uh, yeah, he started this company and he's like 60 something, but he's still like a total badass. And out of the five that were with him when he started this company, he's the only survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Quentin and his group are, he's feeling uncomfortable with the fact that they're getting close to all these folks that he's um, met in the wind blown and made friends, especially the big man. And. Yeah. And they, they, um, 
they're getting closer and closer. He's like, when do we leave? When do we leave? Mm -hmm. But they will get killed if they desert or have their feet chopped off. Yeah. At least one of them. Yeah. Well, one (laughs) foot, you know. And, uh, yeah, he fe- he just feels like guilty about it. He's like, I know these guys, and he's like made a lot of friends. This is going to be a problem, and he thinks the big man might not even want to go through with it when the time comes. I think he's being kind of a worry warp, but he's okay. Just seems like a wor- yeah. He seems like that is his thing, and um, he gets summoned by the tattered prince, and they're like all of them do all the Dornishmen, all the Westerosi. Well, once he gets there, he realizes. Oh right, right, that, right. yeah. And they don't understand what the deal is, and it turns out that he wants he wants them to defect to Daenerys's Stormcrows or the other group, the um, Second Sons. Yeah, because he wants to have insurance in case she does win. There you go. Which is actually, I mean, it's smart. He's a. This is why this guy is still alive. He didn't become the tattered prince by being an idiot, right? Like the people he's with. So the thing is that the only people who are going to know that all these guys are on orders to defect are the ones that are in that tent. So right. they can't just like disappear and go because they they have to act sneaky about it and like it's legit so that if any rumors get back to her, it'll sound like it's true. And uh, he thinks that she'll accept them because they're Westerosi. And um, yeah. I think it's a. I think he's got a solid plan, and it's a really good opportunity as far as Quentin and his buddies are concerned. He's very happy about it. Yeah, well, that that solves that problem. Yep. Um, though it does. I mean, it presents two things. One, he's like, "Who's it's pretty Mira, pretty Mara." Um, uh, pretty Maris. Oh, Niles's wife. Yeah, I have to remember that if I can't remember her name later. From Fraser. But she's like, oh, only a little under six feet tall, and she is covered in scars and has gray, lifeless eyes, as yep. Quentin says. She has a mean, mean gaze. Yeah, he says there's nothing pretty about her inside or out. Um, and she has the real orders so we don't know what the real plan is right like he says is for insurance maybe it is maybe it's not right um and also now they're defecting with a bunch of people mm-hmm. which is like maybe like it's better that they get away easier but now they're gonna have a bunch of these guys hanging out with them once they get to right once they actually have to go see daenerys yeah exactly and uh I really like, too, when they're like, well, what do we say about why we defected? And the Tattered Prince is just like, oh, there are so many reasons. I took all the treasure. I killed that guy that you liked. You're still mad at that one for when he killed that slave girl that he took away from you. Um, I was always really mean to you and, like, whipped you a ton of times. Uh, Maris was raped by, like, half the camp, although not ours. But we don't have to, you know, mention that part. Like, just everything that he lists and everybody's nodding like, oh, yeah, that happened. (laughs) Just like I was kind of cracking up during that part. He's a guy who uh, he knows the truth and he's not afraid to say it. Yep. I really too. I loved the you're, you're still mad about that slave girl he took, and the guy's like, he didn't have to kill her. He could have just given her back when he was done with her. And the guy's like, she was ugly. That was reason enough. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Yep. Oh dear. Well, so uh, yeah, that is that is the end of that chapter pretty much. This is gonna be really awkward if he's like. Daenerys, it's really me. I'm the Prince of Dorne, and I'm here. And then everyone else is like, "Yeah, I'm the Prince of uh, 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 the the Reach. Oh yeah, I'm the Duke of uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm Ned Stark." Oh shit! I like that idea. 
I like the idea of like murdering somebody, not letting anybody else know that they've died, and then you like flee to another country and pretend to be them. It's a real haunted oh. Mr. Ripley type deal. Yeah. Thankfully, no one here ever did that. Are you making a joke? Or you sound sarcastic when you say that. I mean, just don't Google my name. Oh, I see. <laughs> don't look at pictures of me from before <laughs> 2002. Yeah, they are some scary photos. I know. Oof. Those Hawaiian shirts, babe. That man died. No good. <laughs> and I bury him in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> That's the only thing Hawaiian shirts should be used for. Shrouds. Burial shrouds. <laughs> oh, so. So festive. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think they're going to show up like, hey, we're here to defect. And it's somehow going to completely fuck over. I think these guys are going to fuck over Quentin's chance to be like, hey, I'm Quentin. <laughs> How how do you think that's going to happen? Um, they're maybe like they're going to. I kind of like that whole like I am Spartacus thing is silly, but like I feel like some of them are going to tell some big lies, and it's going to get in the way of him like making his actual true statement. Okay, how do you think he can prove who he is anyway? He probably has a letter. Mm. Like that's all I can Solve, think of. Yeah. Like what else are you going to do? Like there's no photos. She doesn't know him. Yeah. Like, he can recite, like, his whole lineage and maybe, like, uh, talk about... Well, I guess, like, maybe, like, because her... What? Her sister-in-law was Dornish. Like, I guess he could try to, like, tell her some stuff about the Targaryens that he knows because he's also highborn Westeros, which doesn't tell you that much, but <laughs> it may differentiate him from some of the other goons that are around. That's true. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, uh, I I do like this chapter, even though, yeah, Quentin's a drag. I just don't like Griff. At least I feel like he's um, he's like bitter and snotty, but he's at least smart. And yep. grit and Quentin, I feel like he just doesn't really he's like just like a pawn, you know? Yeah. When, I mean, when you com- you've got the couple missions to Daenerys, mm-hmm. um, Griff and young Griff seem to have a little bit more like oomph to what they're doing. Right. Than, uh quentin who seems like well it basically seems like he's kind of lost his nerve he's heard all these stories about what daenerys is like and he's like i don't know if i want to do this anymore yeah the stories about her like bathing in the blood of children or getting fucked by stallions so now no man can satisfy her and he's like well she might not be crazy but we know that king Ares was crazy so she might be and if she is am i still supposed to marry her my dad didn't say anything about that situation like fucking you just make a decision dude figure it it out jesus christ (laughs) get in there and see if (laughs) there's any stallions where you were oh shit um yeah man (laughs) all right it seems like at least something is cooking where maybe something will happen in fucking marine but like overall all these not uh on the other continent chapter or like they're not in Westeros or on the other continent. Essos, I think is what Essos. That, yeah. Um, Oh, like East versus West. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Just like not as well put together. Hmm. Okay. I think a lot of it's cause everyone's traveling. So you just get these little like glances of everywhere and they have, and they're mostly new characters. So many new characters. So it's just like we haven't, we've gotten to know the geography of Westeros and the characters are mostly people we've been with since the beginning or at least have seen even if they weren't POVs from the beginning. And these guys are just total strangers in a country we don't know anything about pretty much. And uh, 
And a lot of them we don't aren't going to learn anything about. What do you mean? There's by like that? a lot of just characters who kind of pass through, mm. or like you know this like we spent four minutes talking about all these crazy slave armies and like it's world building, sure, but it's also like none of those are going to be like they're all going to show up and they're going to fucking they're impractical and ridiculous and they're <laughs> going to lose and that's going to be that story. Like I love the herons though. I hope they put that in the show. So n- weird. No one has ever fought on stilts. Hmm. No. No. Are you sure about that? Yes. Are you? Are yes, you? I am. I don't believe you. I bet somebody did. Well, there was that Uncle Sam that one time. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like various things about this that I get what you mean. That you're just like, why? But I am, I am weirdly looking forward to seeing some of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining. Like, I hope that they have pretty Maris too. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I hope. I hope it's the same as in Frasier, where you never see her. They just talk about her all yeah. the time. She's just a rumor. All she'll right. probably be like she'll probably be the tattered prince and the big man by the time it's in the show because I feel like they pick weird characters to be like put them all together. Yeah, yeah. Or they just take a character out and replace it with somebody who should be that character but has a different name. And I'm yeah. like, why? Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. All right. I guess that's that then. You go high, high five. five? Thanks for listening to Unspoiled. Come find us online, unspoiledpodcast.com, or facebook.com slash unspoiledpod, or on Twitter, at unspoiledshow. If you really like us, go on iTunes and leave us a review. We read them on the show, and they help us get better search results, and we get more listeners, and then and then nothing, but more people listen to it, and that's, that's fun. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next chapter. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.